You are now listening to the Power Hour, brought to you by Outside the Culture. And I'm your host, Jordy. And I'm your host, Trez. Mm-hmm. What are the biggest challenges for you? The biggest challenges for me is trying to figure out what to cook for dinner nightly, you know, just night after night. And with that being said, my name is Trez. And I'm Jordy. And welcome to the Power Hour. So if you couldn't hear that clip, that was Aretha Franklin. She was being asked by an interviewer, what is your biggest challenge? And while scratching inside of her church wig, Aretha said, my biggest challenge is trying to figure out what to eat night after night. Period. Okay. (gasps) Period. Because that's what I'm trying to figure out too. I'm with Aretha. We're on the same page. And for those of y'all that don't understand what that meant, that meant she ain't got no challenges. What are you talking about? What challenges? <laughs> this meal I'm about to eat, that challenge. That's the one I want to talk about. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. Shout out to Aretha Franklin. Um, I know recently there was a movie made about her, if I'm not wrong. Um, oh, yes. There, there were a couple made. I think I one her. with Jennifer Hudson and then yeah, one with Cynthia. I want to see the one with Jennifer Hudson. Yeah, I haven't gotten a chance to see either of those yet. But in due time, in due time. I would definitely want to make sure I see that. So, I mean, I guess we just want to say again, (laughs) welcome to the Power Hour. is the show where we're going to give you an hour of our time. Um, Do you want to kind of let the people know um, sort of maybe briefly what we'll be talking about? Well, I could definitely say the power hour is is meant to be. Yeah, absolutely. So I feel like the power hour is definitely just going to be a an hour, like Trez has said, of us talking to you guys, talking about different topics and just letting you guys know about different things that's going on and our viewpoints on them. Um, I know like today, this episode is going to be about questions. So whatever we feel like we want to have a power hour on, we're going to be discussing. Yeah. And of course, at the end of the discussion, well, the thing we're definitely going to be examining um, a broad number of topics. Some will be fun. Some will require, you know, some deeper thinking. And just, I guess, at the end of everything, we want to leave you on a good note. We want to inspire and connect with all of the amazing, beautiful Black people out there and just the amazing people out there in general. But we definitely want to just shine a light on our community. And <laughs> I don't know. I mean, okay. we Black, y'all. We Black, you know? We're going to get into some things. 
So do you kind of want to talk about just sort of maybe what you've been up to the past couple of weeks, past couple of months? Yes, absolutely. So for first and foremost, for everybody who don't know me, my name is Jordy, as previously stated. So um, within this last year, I have graduated from college and I graduated in college December of 2020. So that was in the middle of a pandemic. Um, and now, you know, I have been on social media, building my presence on there, looking for work, also focusing on my entrepreneurship goals. And then in the meantime, I just started this esthetician program um, that is going to be going off for some time so I can become an esthetician. So those are some of the things I'm working on. Definitely the brand, definitely um, becoming an esthetician and just living my life to the fullest. What about you? What do you have going on? Mm, well, damn. Okay. <laughs> um, shit, I wasn't expecting that. I mean, I was, but you know. <laughs> um, lately, I have had a similar kind of thing. I mean, let's see. I graduated college back in May. Finally, thank the Lord. Um, that was a journey. College was definitely a journey for me. So to have it finished, you know, it's been different, just adjusting to life. And really the past few months for me have just been about defining who I am as an adult, adult, like not like just like, you know, somebody in their twenties, but like, you know, somebody getting ready to go into their thirties and, just trying to figure out what that means and what I want my life to mean. Um, as far as like actual activities, like honestly, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like it doesn't matter. I've been at work. I've been at work. I had an internship that I do and don't want to talk about. Like um, it's been. Uh, <laughs> oh I mean, family things. Like you know, we definitely gonna have to get into that internship. I oh yeah, that. yeah. Yeah, we're definitely going to have to get into that um, eventually, eventually, not now. It's just, it's it's very complex. It was very complex. <laughs> um, but yeah, the most important things for me lately have been the things that have been going on inside. Yeah, and just, mm. just trying to connect to life. <laughs> I definitely feel the inside part because our child doing the work ain't nobody said it was going to be easy. Mm. I will say, um, or well, have there been like any topics, like specific topics or things? Not that we're like necessarily going to talk about it now, but just like, have there been any like, I don't know, any things about blackness or like art or like, has anything specifically hit your spirit over the past few months? Um, yeah, I definitely feel like it. I feel like recently, like no. I was gonna say no cap, y'all. No cap. Um, I have definitely been experiencing like content, a lot of black content with the media, um, and that's something that's really been like a beautiful thing to me. Um, just being able to watch a lot of black shows. I know right now, like you know, it's the fall time, so a lot of you know shows are coming on. I've been watching like BMF. I'm watching our kind of people. I love, love, love our kind of people. Um, Queens just came out with um, Eve. 
and Brandy. I'm watching that. That's so good. Insecure is coming on right now for the final season. Um, and that's so bittersweet. Shout out to Issa because she made a beautiful show. Um, but that's back on. So we have so much black content um, on TV right now. And anybody that knows me knows I love movies. I'm big on film and I'm big on series and just getting wrapped up into characters and like falling in love with them. Like I tell all of my friends that it's not a good show or a good film if it don't make you cry. Um, and I love to like cry. I'm y'all, I'm, I'm a cancer, so I'm a cry baby. I'm always crying. Um, but yeah, just, you know, interacting with that type of media, it's been beautiful. It's just something for me to do, whether I'm working on my computer, doing what I need to do. Um, it definitely helps pass the time. I mean, I'm so happy for black people right now. What about you? Yes, that's so funny. It's so funny because I was like sitting here thinking like, damn, like what's some of the stuff that I've watched? <laughs> but um, uh, when you said made you cry and made you emotional, I immediately thought of motherfucking y'all, Lord. And I know I'm late, but I'll be watching. Things happen in their time. And this show came to me when it needed to come to me. I recently watched Little Fires Everywhere on Hulu. Mm. The entire, you know, all the episodes. And it was just so, it just moved me. Like, and like, when I even think about like all of the thoughts I've been having lately, it all goes back to that show. And like, for those of you that haven't seen it, just to give you just a brief summary of it, I definitely encourage you to watch it. It is about this artist, um, Carrie Washington plays the role of an artist. I'm sorry, I can't remember her name. The whole time I was watching it, I was calling her Carrie. <laughs> I love Carrie Washington. Um, but yeah, so Carrie Washington plays this artist who lives out of her car and like, she basically like moves like city to city. Like she'll stay in a city for a few months and then once she's not inspired anymore, she'll move to a different city. Um, and like her story that she tells people is that she kind of plays it off because she's like an artist and like she likes to go with the flow of the energy or whatever. But there is like a deeper underlying story as to why she moves around that you'll discover. But along with her and her drama <laughs> that she had in that damn show, it was just a very beautiful, honest exploration of race privilege creativity like tradition like it just touched on so many things and like the thing that I really picked up on was like damn at any moment Carrie could just get into her fucking car and go and like she was adamant about it like when she went to places she was if you if you want to get me into a win your lease i'm not doing it i'm doing month to month that's what i said now if you want to bump up the price that's fine but that's what i said and that's what i'm going to do because i need to be able to leave whenever i want to leave and something about that was just so beautiful to me that and the fact that like she was an artist that was supporting herself with her art like it was just very inspiring and like ever since then like it's like it's like it broke something in my mind and like i'm just it's like i there's so many parts of that that i envision for myself and like now that i've like actually seen them in the real world i'm trying to figure out how to make them real in my life Whew, so yeah that was a good ass show have you seen it? <laughs> yeah, I actually have seen it. Um, and that's the one with Reese Witherspoon. 
Yes. Oh my God. Rachel Reese. Okay. First of all, first and foremost, shout out to Carrie Washington because she she did what needed to be due. Excuse me. She did what needed to be done. And then on top of that, I feel like once an artist or, you know, I feel like whether you're an actor or whatever, you're still an artist. So I feel like artists is being able to like make their name, like their name, no matter what, like when you watch something with Beyonce, it's Beyonce. When you watch something with Kiri, she has created some great stuff. So yes, I'm happy that she's getting that type of stand here. And then on top of that, yeah, that was a really great show. I like that show a lot. I felt like it spoke to the fires that we have within ourselves. Mm. Yeah, it was it was definitely a beautiful show. Um, and like, I've been watching some other things, but that really just talk about moved me. That moved me, baby. Moved me. Um. So yeah, I mean, uh, hopefully we'll get to talk to you a little more about some of those topics. I mean, because at the end of the day, we're we're all on a journey. I think right now, JB and I, or Jordy and I are, you know, we're reaching the end of our 20s and like trying to put together pieces and, you know, it's like a fucking puzzle with no fucking picture on it. Pieces lost and missing. There's pieces here from other puzzles that got left over and passed to you, trying to figure out how to fit the shit in. So, I mean, we just, we talking, you know, we're talking. Opening up the floor, hopefully some of y'all will talk back with us. Yeah. And did you want to go into a break, Jordy, or did you have any more <laughs> sort of things that maybe that maybe happened over the uh, past few months that you want to talk about? Um, I feel like for the most part, I, it covered it. Um, but I'm just happy. Um, I know you talk about like it being a puzzle, but I just really feel like. This this journey that we're on, I feel like it's like we're creating this painting and this painting is going to showcase our life. Like, I feel like we're making the painting, we're making the masterpiece of our lives. We're just trying mm -hmm. to see what colors go together, what shades we want to use. And it's all up to us to decide. It's a lot of pressure. So like Chad said, we're going to come on here, we're going to talk about it. We're going to see if y'all feel us, where we coming from. And if not, we want to see how you may feel differently. Um, we want this to be like an engaging conversation. We talk to y'all and y'all talk back to us. But other than that. All right. Well, y'all, we're going to go into a quick break. Uh, Jordy is going to let us know about a black business of the week. And then we'll be back. So in this episode of The Power Hour, I want to highlight a Brooklyn-based makeup artist who has started her own Black-owned cosmetics line, offering glitters, digital workbooks, eyeshadow palettes, and other beauty products. Um, the makeup artist's name is Melissa. Her Instagram handle is beautybyy underscore Melissa. And her business Instagram is B O. 
Live Beauty. So Bow Live Beauty. And um, her website can be found at www.bowlivebeauty.com. So I want to shout her out. I just um, bought her nude persuasion palette. I have not used it yet, but I definitely plan on using it. Um, it had really great reviews on it. I also bought some glitters from her and some diamonds um, to enhance my makeup look. As I told y'all, um, I am at esthetician school, so I will be doing makeup in the very near future. Stay tuned. Um, but yes, I wanted to highlight this black Brooklyn based makeup artists for this week's business. Y'all make sure y'all go check her out and buy some of her stuff. It's very affordable. Thank you. All right. Well, again, Welcome to the Power Hour. To get to know us, or to let you all get to know us, we decided that we were just going to start with some open-ended questions. Some of these are fun. Some of these are going to allow you to kind of see inside of our minds and hopefully just be able to connect with us a little more. Yeah. Well, okay. Um, who wants to go first? <laughs> um, let's get into some things. I will go first. I will pick a question. So let me give you a little hindsight. Me and Trez actually went through these questions. We have so many questions. How much do we have? We have like about 45 questions. And we went through um, and we found the ones that we thought were the best. Um, and Mind we you, the 45 <laughs> we narrowed the 45 down from like over 300, 400 questions that we found online. <laughs> exactly. Um, so some of these questions um, are directly, um, can be directly linked. Um, and then some of these questions we kind of like went off on our own and found some. So I'm excited. I'm going to choose the first question. Um, for the first question, I'm going to go with what book, movie, album, world would you like to live in? Do you want to go first or you want me to answer first? I guess since you asked, I'll go. Um, I, I honestly, I feel like I kind of already said it. <laughs> I Let me tell you, put me in little fires everywhere, y'all. Put me there. Minus the drama. <laughs> I want to be in the little fires everywhere world because I just want to be able to get in my car and go and go. Okay, I like that. That's very poetic. I think it's something uh, very poetic of um, being able to be an individual and be detached and being able to just go where life takes you. It's beautiful. Um, yeah, I guess if I could say one more thing, another mm -hmm. thing that I really liked was the element of like sacrifice because like like Carrie was definitely an individual, but she when she saw somebody that needed help, that, that needed to be helped, she reached out and helped. Like, and, and like, it's not a lot of people that would go to court for a stranger, you know? But like, she saw like how important it was, like, you know, how beautiful it was. And of course it reminded her of her own struggle. So I don't know, I just, I also wanna be able to to help and give back. But um, I don't know if that's as fun as like a Harry Potter world or something like that, but 
Bring it on. What about you, Jordy? Um, so if I could, y'all, yeah, but not judge me for this answer. But if I could live in a movie, it would be my favorite movie. And everybody knows, um, that knows me knows that my favorite movie is Brown Sugar with Tay Diggs and Sonali Lathan. Mm-hmm. So where I, I would live in that movie forever because that's I love that movie I love the fact that it talks about black hip-hop I also talks I also like the fact that it talks about love within black hip-hop and just loving someone and having somebody um, that has been with you since the beginning and you know that's been a good friend to you um, and they care about your dreams and your goals and I don't know a lot of people that will tell their best friend, you know, like a real best friend, yes, but like your best friend quit their job and you give them a check to start their own label when they are so unsure about the decision that they're making, um, when they, you know, when they're not truly happy or feel like they're truly walking in their purpose and what they should be doing um, for their passions. And I think that was beautiful. Like, I feel like that movie is so beautiful. Um, it has a, a comedic sense to it, so it's funny too. Um, it has like Queen Latifah in it. Um, I love that movie so much and is this quote in the movie that, you know, stays with me always. And Sanaa Lathan is telling um, Boris, I don't remember his name in the show, but his name is Boris in real life. And she, you know, he's wooing her, doing everything right. So he wants to marry her, but he doesn't really care about like her real passions. He just loves her. And, you know, she's like, where, um, he's like, "Uh, you don't want to get married, you know? And she's like, I don't know why your heart doesn't do what your mind tells it. And I think that's so important. Because so are you trying to say that you're a romantic? I am a romantic. I am. I'm a cancer. <laughs> I'm a romantic. If I could live anywhere, I would live in a romantic black movie. <laughs> that is so interesting. Okay. So cute. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, well, that was a good question. Okay. Um, well, let me pick another question. Um, can we go in any order? Any order, whatever you okay, want. Okay, I okay, actually okay, like okay. that question. That's why I went there. I'm going to say, what is something that a ton of people are obsessed with, but you don't get the point of? Um... It's, y'all, I will. For me, it's going to be a food because I love to eat. Um, it's pho. Um, I really just don't get the concept of it. I've had it. Um, and it's just, it didn't give me anything to like, it's like crazy. Everybody loves it. Everybody's eating it. And it's just like, eh. Top ramen is giving better. I'm sorry. Ah! Top ramen is giving better than that. Ooh, oh. To my me. God. To me. But did you? Oh. You love it? Where did you go? Do you love it? I love a good pho. It, it's so funny that you said that too, because my mom's been trying to get me to make some and I've been looking for a good recipe. <laughs> oh, I might have to try it again. But as of right now, it stands. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we're definitely going to have to come back to that in the future. We're going to have to find a good pho. Um, well mine might be kind of controversial as well and let me just say let me just get it out the way doja cat 
I'm sorry. It's just a lot of people like there's a huge hype and I just haven't seen it yet. Mm. And I think something about it has to do with her feet. Do you remember when all that shit came out about how Doja Cat was showing her feet in racist chat rooms? And she was in there telling, <laughs> using the N word. Huh? Did you actually see Doja Cat B? Well, yeah, I think they did. I don't remember if they actually saw the feet or not, but we did see her in the chat room saying some crazy shit. And like, it was crazy because, like, okay, yes, she was in the chat room saying crazy shit, but it, it, <laughs> nobody could ever prove, like, whether or not it was like an actual racist chat room or like racist to meet up. Like, there were a lot of racists on that website, apparently, but in that specific room, they don't know if they were in there with Doja. But she was definitely on the website. She was definitely a frequent person on the chat. And, you know, I mean, I know Doja's a little weird, so, you know, maybe people just be throwing extra shit in there about her. But mm -hmm. it was just when those rumors came out, it was also during, like, all... <laughs> It was also during all the Black Lives Matter stuff that was going on. It was a lot. It was just, and I just remember being like, uh-uh, no, get her out of here. <laughs> and like, I just never went back. And then like, I was thinking about it a few days ago and I was, I was like, damn, I kind of feel bad because like, am I basing that on something that might not be true? <laughs> but it's already in your mind. Right. And I feel terrible because I'm like, that's how they be doing niggas in court. <laughs> <laughs> Once the mind is right, and I'm like, damn, it scratch that from the record. I can't unhear that. And then, I mean, but to, and I don't know if. I don't know. I don't know. But I, even so, I still haven't like, you know, the read clips of her performances and things on on the webs. And I, I haven't seen anything that really like grabs me, but it also takes a lot to grab me. So I'm not even going to, you know. Next question. <laughs> but that's crazy that you say that because like I haven't actually gotten to Doja Cat either. Like I haven't gotten into her. Like it's I mean, you know. You know, people know. are going Doja uh, on the other side of the she on the other side of the fence for me. I mean, I see mm. her. I don't got nothing bad to say about her, but I ain't going to her on Apple Music. Mm. Well, Oh, well, speaking of not going to her on Apple Music, I just realized also the other day that I had her blocked on Spotify, but I unblocked her. It's all right. Anyway. Not, you was, you was, that was your heel? Well, you ain't even going to get into that. I was just like, I can't, I just, I don't want this in my visuals, you know, it's just like, but you know, it's neither here nor there. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'll see. Well, if she, if something comes across my way that I like, you know, I'm not gonna, whatever. Okay, it's my turn. So I'm gonna do this one because this is a quick one. Do you put the cart back when you're done shopping? You know, <laughs> and y'all, please don't get offended by this. Mm -hmm. But my answer to that question was yes, bitch. Shit, because <laughs> who the fuck ain't putting the cart back? You gonna walk past the motherfucking cart <laughs> on your way out? Put the motherfucking cart back. Shit. Y'all not putting the cart back is what, bro? Why are you not putting the cart back? I, I'm not. I'm. That's my. Yeah, if you're not gonna put the cart back inside, at least put it. You know, in one of them little things in the in the parking lot. 
See, that's what I do. I'm not okay. Going back all the way back inside to put the card up is a lot. That's I'm not doing that. I only do and that. I get it. I get like, it. I only do that at places like all these, you know, like because you know you gotta get your. I gotta get my quarterback. <laughs> you do. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> to get my quarterback. Um, but yeah, like long as you put it, tuck it away. Like, just don't leave no cards on there. Cause I know we all know when we pull up to the parking lot or whatever, and we want to park somewhere, but there's a cart right there. So now you either gotta decide, am I gonna get out and move the cart, or am I just gonna find a different parking spot? Like, put the cart back. Put the cart back where you found the cart. And put the cart back, please, people. Period. That being said, <laughs> okay. Next one. If you could make one rule that everybody had to follow, what rule would you make? If I had to, and I mean this, put my hand on. Listen. I'm ready to do it, make it a law right now. Mind <laughs> your fucking <laughs> business. The fact that we have the same answer. <laughs> Mind your motherfucking business. Damn. <laughs> if you could just mind your business. That no. would just save the world half of the problems that we're dealing with right now. Just mind your business. Is that there some- are people that are gone, dead, never coming back to earth because they didn't mind their motherfucking business. Or because somebody else wasn't minding their goddamn business. Just mind your business. Ooh, we gotta get some bombs, because that would have been a good that would have been a good bomb. Yeah, please, please mind your motherfucking business. <laughs> Cause what? Cause what? A lot of people would just not even be in what they're in if they just minded their business. If white people had my, you know what? Never mind. Never we mind. wouldn't even be here. I'm we just, wouldn't even be here right now. It's just so many things that just Lord. It goes back to the beginning of time. Um, that was beautiful. Mm. <laughs> that was a beautiful question. Okay. It's actually a beautiful question. What is the follow up to that? Ooh, 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 ooh. Um, I'm gonna do. If you, what could you give a forty minute presentation on without absolutely no preparation? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so for me, I had a few answers. I could give a 40 minute presentation on astrology. I could give a 40 minute presentation on Beyonce's career. I could give a 40 minute presentation on, hmm. I could, I could give a 40 minute presentation on minding your motherfucking business. (laughs) Don't try to steal my answer now. (laughs) Because I could, I could give so many examples where if somebody would have minded their goddamn business, (laughs) shit, damn. Listen, okay. I could use real world examples. 
But honestly, if I had to just pick one thing, I would probably do a 40 minute presentation on astrology just to teach everyone the basics so that they can read their own chart. And maybe it's something that I need to do because I feel like it's so beautiful to just be able to connect with time and space in that way. And it just allows you to have an objective view of yourself. So that would probably be the thing I would choose. <laughs> If I could do a 40 minute presentation, I would do, I would definitely start off with minding your fucking business. <laughs> um, and then after that, I would definitely want to do something on like black love, um, black power, black women. I could do a 40 minute presentation on black women alone. Just. Mm -hmm getting into some things that I'd be seeing. Um, you know, that was actually supposed to be my um, my final project. I was gonna do it on um, the mis, well, the de you know, devaluing of black women within society. Um, but I would do it on a range of things. I mean, honestly, black beauty, um, I could do it on a lot of things. Um, just black people in general. I could definitely do a 40 minute presentation on um, black people and then minding your fucking business. Okay. okay. And self-love. I could do one on self-love. Why is it so mm. important for people to love themselves? So let's see. What is a problem in the world that you hope to see solved within your lifetime? Hmm. A problem that I would like to see solved. Can I say minding your fucking business? <laughs> you can't say minding your fucking business again, <laughs> even though it desperately needs to be solved. <laughs> um. Okay, outside of that, um, I was gonna say I can go first if you'd like. I would say capitalism. Ah, that's what I was gonna say. If I had to choose anything, it would be capitalism. Um, I would definitely capitalism. disperse the funds a little more evenly. Definitely a lot more evenly. A way a lot more. E yeah, definitely. Um. It's ridiculous, uh, the type of conditions that people are living in due to the negative effects of capitalism. And honestly, if it doesn't get solved in our lifetime, I don't know. It's not looking good for America because I don't think America can go any more generations with all this inequality. Like, we're all, it's already at a boiling point. Racism as well. Mm-hmm. And if I can't, if you know, you can't fix racism because I'm honestly don't, I don't want to sound negative, but I don't think there's a cure for racism. I don't think that people will ever stop being racist deep, deep down in their hearts. So because I don't feel like that is possible for people, I feel like the penalties of being racist, I hope that changes. I hope they're stronger so that people fear. I want people to fear being racist like they fear going to jail. Mm. And, you know, I want you to 
understand that there's a consequence to that so that you, even if you can't stop doing it internally, you'll stop doing it publicly and stop hurting people because there will be things put in place to hold you accountable. Hmm. Okay. What about you? I would say no, my answer is still capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but it's so crazy to think about because it's like <clears throat> if I it's like understand like they're both such huge problems like capitalism and racism. But yeah, you're right. Like when I think about in my lifetime because there's only like really a few decisions that need to be made to end capitalism. Like we can just switch up how wages are. We can switch up how big companies can be and how much taxes they're paying. You know, it's things we can do. But racism, you're right. It's something that's racism comes from deep within the soul. Eat, breathe, and sleep it. Mm. Okay, so what's our next question? Am I next? Who's next? I think it's me. I think you asked that. Do you think dreams hold meaning? Hmm. This is an absolute yes for me. It's an absolute yes. I definitely believe they hold meaning. As a matter of fact, <laughs> I've been like listening to, I've been like getting deep into my psychology. I used to love psychology. I used to always read like Carl Jung books back in high school about like the subconscious and like your dreams and it's a very interesting. He just has this theory that like our subconscious sends us messages through our dreams. Like whenever we're dreaming that like all of the people that we meet in our dream and the different things that happen are symbols and like metaphors for like what we're experiencing in life and like how we should handle it. So yeah, long story short, yes, I definitely feel that dreams hold meaning. Maybe we can expound upon that in a different episode, a psychology episode. I think we could. I, I like it. Um I was actually looking um into a few different um documents about dreams and then I was looking into this book as well because I definitely think that dreams excuse me I definitely think that dreams hold meaning um I feel like it has a lot to do with the subconscious mind so I feel like whatever you're dreaming about a lot of times is either like repressed thoughts in your subconscious or things of that nature so I, I definitely take dreams uh serious like if somebody is in a dream and they come to me I'm definitely waking up wondering like, how does this apply to my my life that I'm living in the physical? Mm. Okay. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> as you get older, what are you becoming more afraid of? Whew. I think um, for me, for the most part, it comes down to like not living in my full potential and not being the best version of myself. That's one of the things I fear the most, just simply um, because, you know, as a kid growing up, I was always hard headed. Like I was always running into stuff um, metaphorically. So 
you know, like when you get older, you can't make those same mistakes that you were making when you were younger. Um, so I just definitely want to make sure that every lesson that I learn that I'm taking heed to it. So I'm not learning the same lesson. I'm not falling back into old patterns and things of that nature. Um, so I fear not living up to my, you know, my most, my fullest potential. Mm, okay. Mm. And I think that's something that's real for a lot of us right now. Like literally everybody I talk to either is living their best life out gallivanting and backwards and forwards in and doing them or just trying to figure out like what the fuck it is they're supposed to be doing right. <laughs> and just like trying to make sure that they are because it's like it's I'm, I'm meeting a lot of people like it's different when there's someone that you know I don't want to call anyone lazy but it's different when someone like doesn't have a motivation or doesn't want to do anything else and is content with where they are. But I'm, I feel like I've just been meeting a lot of people lately that do want to do something. They do want to devote time and energy and hard work to something. They just don't know what it is. They're going down all these different paths and a lot of them are, child, I don't, I'll be trying not to talk about work because I just be trying to keep a space clear, but it's, it's, yeah, we're all trying to figure out what to work on that is fulfilling but (laughs) especially like you said wait that's not your answer is it no it's not my answer okay go ahead i definitely feel it on a a deep spiritual level okay i was just making sure because i just well let me just say this and then you can go into your response i feel like our biggest thing right now is just definitely like you said trying to figure out where we're headed and then like you think you want to do something one day and then, you know, sometimes that changes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, I personally, I personally have been, um, and it's a tough choice because I feel like even though I do have those same worries, I feel like I've, with enough hard work or something, I mean, I feel like, I don't know, enough soul searching, eventually I will find our way. Um, but one thing that I have been afraid of is global warming and climate change. <laughs> Let me tell y'all, like, I just really don't think we're ready. And like, some of us have like started seeing and feeling the impacts and like really get it, but. I don't know, y'all. I don't think we're ready for what climate change is is really going to give when it gets into full effect. And I'm just thinking about like, wow, like my grandmother's house, my great grandmother's house that she built. I don't even know when she built this house. 70s, 60s, somewhere in there. And I'm just like, I'm thinking of like all the storms and different things that have come through because we get storms and tornadoes and all that stuff in Texas every now and then a hurricane will make it far enough inland. Um, and I'm just like, dang, it's been here so long. But I'm like, shit, they talk about how like intense storms are getting and will get. And then not only that, like not only are we going to have to start worrying about storms in this area, we're also going to have to start worrying more about wildfires in this area, flash flood, like all of this shit. And it's just like, damn, like. 
especially like thinking also like one of the things I want to do is own property. And I'm like, where the fuck am I going to live at? That I'm not going to be underwater on fire or fucking, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's what be worrying me. You know, I'm just a little bit, as I get older, I'm just a little bit more afraid of the climate change. Being poor, but mostly climate change. Mm, 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 mm. Honestly, in a greater, in a greater theme of things, definitely climate change. Definitely global warming. Because places that have never been cold before are hot, mm. and places that ain't never been hot before oh, are cold. <laughs> I don't know if that sounded too loud, but I don't know why I had my nose literally. Wait, why am I still doing it? I'm sorry, y'all. I'm so sorry, Jordan. Let me mute me. <laughs> no, but seriously, um, so I definitely feel that. And honestly, poverty, poverty is out of here. Um, Hello. And when people are poor, I don't even think they know who they are. And that's something I be thinking about too. Like, okay, let's say that like we do become successful and we end up meeting our monetary goals and building wealth. It's like, damn, like what if some fucking, what if some climate change shit happened? We don't even have no fucking society that money is worth anything anymore. Like, should we be fighting wars over water and shit? I just, Lord, and let me not, let me not worry too much, Lord. Definitely not going to worry, but these are things that we need to definitely be conscious about. Like mm-hmm. this is really like what could possibly come and, and I'm not worried. I mean, it's scary. Don't get me, no, no, don't get me wrong. It's definitely scary, but I'm not worried. Cause it's like, this, this is exactly what's going to happen. If we keep staying within the conditions that we're staying within, like, it's mm-hmm. not like it's coming out of the blue, like. Mm-hmm. We know it's coming because of what is going on with the planet. Like, look at industrialism. Like, ugh, capitalism. Capital. Oh! And that is the thing. Most of the pollution that is done is not by everyday people. It's by these fucking giant companies, the airlines, the military. Let me not say it too loud. They might come and get me, baby. But um, yeah, it's not like it, me. <laughs> I saw a tweet. It was like, y'all need to stop blaming global war on all black people because every black person recycled their plastic bags. Every black household got okay, a bag. We're doing the work. We're doing the work. Black people is doing the work. Okay, I recycle. I don't even litter. Like the black people doing the work. Mm, mm, mm. Okay, how much time we got? We got time for what? One more question? Maybe mm. two more? Yeah, we can do two more questions. Is my turn? Yeah, I think it's your turn. Ooh, if you if you got to destroy one law, which one would it be? The Constitution. Rewrite the motherfucker. The whole thing. <laughs> Clear it. Delete the bitch. And start over from scratch. Mm, smash the computer, child. Just smash And make sure y'all send Stacey Ingram when you rewrite it. Mm, I felt that prophetically. <laughs> yes. I know that's not one law, but damn it. Shit. That is. That's the, all, the law of the law. You're right. That is the law. <laughs> <laughs> that is the law of the law. Oh, capital mm-hmm. L. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you have a an answer for that one? Mm. 
I don't know if it's topping that. <laughs> oh, um, I was just gonna say the unwritten law about like black being like black people being bad. Mm. Like I would just that is a law that it's needs not a law. To be a it's not like a law, law. you can write down, but like the cultural, the societal, because it's not even it's a national thing, like a national thing. Like, and I feel like even with that, like racism and colorism is all included in that. So just the fact that darker skin tone people, because darker skin tone people all around the world is treated poorer, poor more poorly than people of lighter skin tone. So just mm. all of that. Like I just wish that there, you know, the unwritten law that. Racism is even a thing. Mm. Like, because honestly, y'all, it's some bad people everywhere. But if y'all trying to say the black people is the common denominator of everything bad, wrap this shit up. Because that's cap. It's cap. See, at this point, I'm locking my doors when motherfuckers come near my windows. Because <laughs> at this point, it's a lot of deflecting. Okay. Well, to end this out, we have one last question. You gotta pick a good one. I think I think this is a good one. I think this is a good one. Okay. And let me know. I can definitely go first if you'd like. But the last question is. What's the title of the current chapter of your life? Hmm. Yeah, you go first. Glad <laughs> <laughs> you offered. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, I don't really know what this word means, but I mean, I do know what it means. I know what it means, but I feel like it has, it's like, I'm saying this word, but like, I feel like there's like some sort of underlying symbolism. But I said that my, this chapter of my life would be called the turning because I feel like it's turning into something. I'm just not sure what it is yet. I don't know if it's going to be good or bad. I don't know if it's... <laughs> going to be up or down, left or right, but it just feels like things are turning in a different direction. I like that. I think that's really cool. Um, I feel like this chapter of my life is called The Evolution. Mm, okay. I feel like I'm evolving. Um, I'm evolving into my true self. Like the real... The one that we searched the planet finding. I feel like I'm trying involving to my true self. I'm gonna be getting everything that I prayed for, you know, all the good things, and I'm I'm shedding my shell like a caterpillar. I'm becoming a butterfly. Mm. Well, okay. Well, hopefully, shit, y'all got to know us. Shit, how many questions did we answer? We answered a lot. We still got yeah. a lot more. We might have to do a part two, y'all. Yeah, because we, we still got some. We still have a lot of questions. And uh, we got uh, definitely got a couple of deep ones. <laughs> yeah, we didn't even get into the. That's what we should have did. <laughs> the first episode, all the the cute questions, and then the second episode, all the deep questions. Mm. 
Um, but I like this way too. I think this was really good. It was very therapeutic. Um, hopefully, you know, you guys listening heard some of these questions. It, it made you think about how you may feel in that instance. Um, if y'all have some questions that y'all want to hear from us, y'all can definitely reach out to us through our social media channels and uh, let us know. We'll we'll ask each other and see what we what we come up with. Yes. Okay, y'all. And so to close out, to, before we leave, y'all, of course, we just want to touch on, we just want to have a little segment at the end of the show where we just touch on something that made us feel good or just made us feel something, a song, a quote, a book, a movie. Um, so we're just going to present you with that. Um, do you want to go first? <laughs> um, or are you queued up? Because I'm not even queued up. I got to. Let me see. Oh, for the song? Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to play it on my phone. Yeah. I'm ready if you want me to go first. Okay, yes, yes. Okay, you can go. Tell them, what, tell them what you got. Okay. So for this section of Jordy's Mix, um, for my media pick, I'm actually going to choose a song. Um, so let me give you a little background story. Um, I'm going to choose this song by her um, on her latest album, Back of My Mind, that dropped um, this year. Um I didn't even know about her. Like, well, I knew about her. Let me not say that because her is phenomenal. I'm not going to say I didn't know you. I knew you, sis. I knew you. But I had never really tapped into your music for myself. Like, I heard great things about her. Um, I always heard that she was really good with R&B. I don't really listen to, well, my former so doesn't really listen to a lot of R&B. Like, I'm really like a, I listen to a lot of pain music, um, if you know what that means. So I listen to, like, that type of music. I listen to a lot of uh, rap music, um, like hardcore rap music. Um, I listen to trap music, things like that. Girl, wait, what is pain music? Pain music is like... Is it like, she no, was a friend of mine? But I feel like that's, that's pain music for R&B. I listen mm. to pain rap. So yeah, mm, okay. Songs okay. That, like, like a person, like for instance, like one of my pain songs, I would say I'm listening to right now, is listen to the song by Chef G, uh, "Wait on Me." That's a pain song to me. Um, I feel like Lil Durk is pain music too, depending on what Lil Durk song you find. Lil Baby, love Lil Baby, like people like that, like that be having pain in their music. Like you could hear. Like Meek Mills used to make pain music. I don't know what he's making no more. I don't really listen to him anymore. But like that type of music, that's usually what I'm listening to. So like lately I've been like indulging more into R&B. And that's how I kind of like discovered her. She has um, an Apple Music edition of the latest album that she just dropped. And like I was listening to her actual little interview with Apple Music before I even heard the album. It had just came on. So I just listened to it while I was in the shower one day. So then I went back and listened to the album to see you know, what she was talking about in the video. Um, and I actually found this song on there that I think is really dope. Um, and it's just kind of like, I chose this song because I feel like this song explains where I'm currently at and the mindset that I'm currently in. Um, the song is called Find A Way and it's with her and Lil Baby. So this is my little pump it up song when I need like ambition to work through or do something I don't really want to do, but I know I need to do to get me to where I want to go. I listen to this song. Got this shit about the mustard, running like I'm trying to get my way up. When I get too many chances, you niggas, I can't let nobody play us. 
Yeah, I got on my back when I took up and she numbered a bunch of haters. No matter how much money we were through, we never let the paper change us. Okay, so that is my song. Chaz, did you want to play your song? Hey, okay. Um, yes, I was like, all right, give us the jam. Give me just a moment, y'all. What did you think of the song? Have you ever heard that song before? No, I haven't heard that song before, but I liked it. I like her. I like her. Let me tell you something. I don't know if you watched the last BET Awards, but her was the only performance that I was like, okay, a talent. <laughs> okay, see, I don't be watching the awards no more. I'm going to have to start getting back. Well, and let, me, let me rephrase that because I didn't watch the awards. I just watched the performances from the BET Awards show because I ain't got time for that. Um, which is nothing against BET, but it's just... Mm. I don't be the wars don't be given what the wars need to be given. And um, right. I'm not saying BT, I'm just saying war, awards in general. I don't watch the, right, exactly. Um, exactly. I just get the highlights on Black Twitter and I go see some clips of like people I actually like care for. Um, right. But I don't 
I don't be indulging. That's just not my thing. I might get back into it, but it just hasn't been given last time I was in, in tune when they had me locked in. Mm. Well, for my pick of the week, I chose a song. It's just a song that just, I mean, I feel like it speaks to some of the stuff that we talked about today. And I'm going to just play it. Everybody knows this song. It don't need no introduction. Just to give y'all a little snippet. Mm-hmm. Y'all didn't know that was Take Me As I Am by the one and only Mary J. Blige. A classic. Mary, Mary. I got to get back in my Mary bag. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. I thought we was going to answer one of those questions. Um, and I had a Mary J. Blige story for one of them. Mm. Uh, but y'all going to have to stay tuned and catch it on the next episode. Mm. Um, but, yes, Mary, I love, love, love me some Mary, child. Mm. Mary need to go on tour. So I go see me some Mary. I want to see Mary. Damn. <laughs> Did she just have a tour with somebody? Did she come to Dallas? I don't know if she came to Dallas, but I think she was just on tour. Mary need to do a... Mary be moving. Oh Mary be getting to the money. Okay. Well, shout out to Mary J. Blige. She got that wine going on. And let me tell y'all mm-hmm. something. Mary J. Blige is my auntie. Ain't nobody telling me anything different. It's my auntie. When I get Mary J. Blige age, I want to... I pray I look as fabulous as her. Mm. That is a fabulous woman. Shout out to Mary. Mary. Well, all right, y'all. That is the show. Thank you so much for joining us with the Power Hour. We appreciate you guys. And stay tuned for more. Bye.